Hey, welcome to the Stephanie Stevens Show, where I help you discover the power of communication and the keys that unlock the doors to freedom in every area of your life. Well, hello, dear sweet friend. Thank you for sharing a few minutes of your day with me. I am so honored. Our community is growing. We've got friends now in Wyoming. I'm so honored that you're listening. Friends in Texas. We've got friends now in 28 states in the U.S. and 13 countries around the world. We are family. Isn't that a song? I could start singing. We are family and we are a community that's growing. It's an honor to be with like-minded men and women who really are looking to expand and master this genre of communication because being an effective, efficient communicator will expand your horizons and will be the keys of freedom to just about every area of your life, if not every area of your life. Okay, a little ditty today about small towns. This is my homage to small towns. Why? I'll tell you why. Because I moved about six months ago to a small town. It's the very town, and I actually talked about this in a previous episode. The ne- I think it's the Never Say Never episode. In the Never Say Never episode, I talk about why if you actually don't want to do something, you ought not say you would never do it. Okay, there's a psychology and an energy behind it. Believe me when I tell you, the minute you say, I would never, dot, 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 fill in that blank, you will be given the opportunity to reconsider that because something will come around or something will come up that will really force you to clarify and to maybe take a little bit of judgment off of that very definitive statement and see things from a different perspective. So as it pertains to small town, I promise you when I tell you, I actually ended up moving to the town I swore I would never live in. Never. In fact, when I was searching for homes, the one town in the county I'm in that I told my friend who's helping me do the search, I said, whatever you do, just don't do a search for, and then I said the name of the town I'm in. Just, I don't care. All the other towns, fine. Yep. Just not that one. I I don't really want to live there. And she laughed and she said, well, well, what's wrong with that town? And I said, it's just a thing. I don't, I don't really know. I just, no, thank you. (laughs) So fine. So the most hilarious thing is that I'm actually not in that town proper. I'm in a township right outside of that town. So it's funny because it's like, okay, the zip code to the post office is that town that I never wanted to live in. But my actual address is in a township, which I kind of love. And the list, this is why we never say never, because here I am, I ended up here and I ended up loving the area. I had never given the area a chance. I had just made an initial snap judgment, having driven through the little downtown area once or twice in the past. And I I thought, no, it's not for me. It's too small. So after living in bigger towns and in suburban areas really all my life, I was quite looking forward to getting a little further removed, getting out into the country a little bit more, having a little bit of space, maybe for a garden, you know, who knows. So here I am. And I have to pay homage because there's so many things that I have come to love about a small town, okay? So I'm going to do this Letterman style. The top six things, six favorite things about living in a small town. Item number six, when we go to the DMV, there is never a line. Not only is there never a line, but I actually enjoy the experience. Yeah, 
I said that. I actually enjoyed the experience. Now, let's back up. You're asking me, why on earth would you be visiting the DMV? Not once, but multiple times in the short time you've lived there. Great question. Glad that you asked. Had to get an address change on some IDs. And most recently, my son, his ID expired, and we are traveling soon. I typically travel with passports. However, in the move, his passport got put in a box. I'm just going to be honest. I can't find it. It's probably at the bottom of a box somewhere. I have not been able to locate it in the six months we've lived here. So since his other ID expired, I just decided I'm just going to go get him an ID and we'll be done with it. So off we went. And at the DMV, wouldn't you know, of course, no line. And then we strike up a conversation with a kind gentleman behind the counter, and he's asking me about my son, and we're having this light conversation. Come to find out this man and his wife have assisted young adults with special needs for years. In fact, his wife worked at a service provider that I am familiar with for many years. And he told me a beautiful story about welcoming some of her clients into his home for the holidays. I mean, at the DMV, this is the kind of conversation we were having. Where else on earth in a big town or a city are you going to be able to have that kind of beautiful conversation at the DMV with another person who's actually going to give you the time of day care about your situation and actually engage in a meaningful relationship. Plus, he made the experience for my beautiful earth angel, my son, a relatively easy and quick experience. And I really appreciated that. So I actually, hear me now, I actually left the DMV feeling good. Right. It's an alternate universe. I do in situations like this, I often can't help myself. I'll look around and just wonder if I'm in the Truman Show. Like, is there a camera capturing my reaction? Because this is so novel and so strange and beautiful and wonderful and unique that it's almost surreal to have those type, types of experiences at a place like the DMV. So, okay, so that is my number six. Number five, people know each other. When you start passing people on the country roads that you see often, you start to get to know them and you start to become familiar with their car and you start to get to know what time they're leaving their house because it's about the same time you are. And it's kind of fun to be in a space where you can acknowledge and know each other and people are kind enough to wave to each other and they notice, you know, when you're in a big town or city, all the cars, they kind of just start to blend after a while. They all look the same because you see so many all day, every day, that in a smaller area, a smaller community, you start to know who drives the F-150. You start to know who drives the convertible and you start to know who drives the suburban. You know, you get to know people in a different kind of a way. And if you see that, let's say suburban, Sitting at the post office, you know, aha, there's that neighbor that comes down the county road right before I do in the morning. Aha, there they are. Well, you can actually meet them and get to know them. Speaking of the post office, again, never a line. And the guy behind the counter always makes a joke. He's real friendly, very personable, and he always cracks a joke. Or he'll make a comment about the t-shirt I'm wearing and try to find some point of connection. It's actually quite sweet, and I really appreciate that level of engagement and his <laughs> desire to just be friendly, just be friendly and make a connection. You know, put a smile on somebody's face during the day. 
I love that. You get to know the people behind the counter. You get to know the people behind the register at the grocery store. You get to know the people behind the counter at the post office. And they want to know you. And I find that to be a very beautiful and unique experience. Okay, number four on my list. Number four, no lines. Okay, the grocery store is never busy. And when I'm looking for something at the grocery store that I can't find, there's always somebody that wants to help me. And the grocery store that we shop at is a family-owned store. So it's not a great big huge chain with a ton of employees. It's family-owned and the family still actually has their kids and their grandkids managing and running the store. So they will actually help us. And get this, this is so fun. The last time we left, the owner, who is now the son of the original owner who started the grocery store years and years, decades ago, he was there. And when my son and I were leaving, he said, have a good day. Thanks so much for shopping with us. And again, I found myself looking around like, am I on the Truman Show looking for cameras? Somebody looking to capture my reaction. This is so strange to me. It's almost cognitive dissonance to have somebody provide that level of customer service. Thank you for using their business and wishing you well, thanking you for patronizing their business, offering that they wish that you would have a nice rest of the day. It's so refreshing. And maybe you already live this way and you're thinking, dude, you need to get out more because I'm just really overly excited about all of these features of a small town and the fact that people can be a little more generous with their time because they're not helping as many customers during the day and they really are appreciative of the fact that you are keeping their business alive and well. I mean, there's something very special about that. When they have some skin in the game because they own the store that you're shopping at, that changes their relationship to you and yours to them. And I just find that to be beautiful and unique. Okay, moving down my list. Number three, you can walk to see everything. <laughs> so if we park our car in the downtown area, we can just stay parked and we can walk from one end of the little downtown all throughout the blocks of this little town by foot. We can get anywhere we need to on foot. And I love that. We can be inside the church or we can be inside the antique shop or we can be inside the grocery store or we can be inside the clothing boutique all within a matter of a block or two. Be inside the post office, drop off a piece of mail, then go have a little cup of coffee, followed by we could go grab a lunch. It's all within walking distance, and that's actually really fun. Plus, it's great exercise to be able to just park the car and walk up and down the little town, see the sights, say hello to some people, get whatever you need, and do it all on foot. Okay, item number two in my homage to small towns, no traffic. Since we've lived in a smaller community, Never once have we been in a traffic jam in the community. Never had to wait extra long, never had to fight for a parking spot, never had to come to a full stop and wait for the car ahead of us to inch forward, never had to wait obnoxiously long at a stoplight, never had to wait for dozens and dozens and dozens of people to cross the street before we could cross. Just easy travel. And I really value that. Again, after sitting in traffic and the radio station I used to work at, I would drive, oh my goodness, sometimes 45 minutes one way. And if it had snowed, it would be well over an hour 
just one way. And I know there are people who travel much more than that, much further than that for work or for their livelihood or even to take kids back and forth. But I have to say that in this season in life, I really, really enjoy not being in traffic. I enjoy free, open roadways. Yeah, I like seeing cars on the roadways, don't get me wrong. But not having to sit for long periods of time in bumper-to-bumper traffic is definitely, definitely a benefit. And my number one top favorite thing about living in a smaller community is just that sense of community. You can definitely get a sense of community in a suburban area or even a, a big city. You can, there can be pockets of that sense of community. And yet what I tended to find was the bigger the area, the bigger the suburb, the bigger the city, the more autonomous people wanted to be. In other words, they kind of just wanted to be left alone. They were used to seeing people. You see people everywhere. You walk by people, lots of people. You drive by people. You sit behind people in traffic. You stand in line behind and in front of people all day. And so people just get to a place where they just want to kind of keep, they want to cocoon. They want to keep to themselves. They don't always want to be interfacing with other people all the time because they kind of reach their threshold. They're just used to doing it. And at some point, your nervous system kind of wants a break. And so I found that people, the more people in a city, the more cocooned the people became. You know, there were many, 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 many little cocoons and individuals swirling around But there wasn't necessarily this really deep found sense of community and neighborly kindness, if that makes sense. And what I have found in a smaller community is that sense of community in that I'm telling you, if somebody needs help in the area I live and somebody else sees that, they are very, very quick to help. I'll give you an example. When my daughter was graduating from high school, we were planning to have a gathering at my home. And I wanted the people closest to us to know that we would have a lot of cars in the area on that particular day, just so that they could be prepared. We just wanted to be courteous and prepared. And I had my daughter put together a nice little note and just go run it up to their door. Well, about a half an hour later, I received a phone call from my neighbor. They said, you got to come on over. We want to show you something. We think we've got some things that could help. And so my daughter and I went on over and walked up their long driveway. And we were met with a garage door that was opening and a sea of tables and chairs. (laughs) They had actually purchased dozens, and I do mean dozens, of tables and chairs for their daughter's wedding that they had had on their property. And they were offering to save us a whole ton of money by not having to rent the tables and chairs. They were simply offering us their tables and chairs for the entire day so that we could just simply set up and it would be easier and quicker and again, would save a bunch of money on rental fees. And then they went a step further and loaded up their pickup truck and helped us load ours and help make trips back and forth between our two driveways with the tables and the chairs for our graduation celebration. And of course, they congratulated her and wished her well and asked, well, you know, what's next and what do you plan to do? And I just, again, I found that to be such an incredible blessing. It was like a gift to me to know that somebody not only cared, but that there was that neighborly kindness that existed when a neighbor sees that they have something that they can offer you, that they can provide for you, that will help you or make your life easier. And it's really no detriment to them to be willing to extend themselves and say, 
I've got something that you could use and I'll help you, you know, set it up again was such a gift and a blessing to me. I thought, boy, if that is not the epitome of neighborly kindness, I don't know what is. And so me, the big city girl, wanted to live in a city, always wanted to live in the hustle and the bustle of it all. I have turned a new leaf and I am paying homage to the small town. God bless the small town. God bless the small communities and the large ones too. I think that there's value in both, but I got to tell you, I'm becoming very impartial and really, really loving this little small community feel. All right, my dear friend, look forward to connecting with you. Again, I want to offer you my email address in case you ever want to get a hold of me for any resources or clarification on any show notes. The email address you can reach me at is stephaniestevensshow at gmail.com. stephaniestevensshow at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for rating the podcast. Thank you for sharing the podcast. And thank you so, so much for subscribing. Much love to you. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Stephanie Stevens Show. Please remember to subscribe so we can stay connected and you never miss an episode of the podcast. Oh, and if you haven't left a rating yet, please be sure to do so. It helps incredible people like you find the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.